Nothing. I'm waiting for you to start. Welcome to Insert Super Pun here. I am Allison. And I'm Parker. And this is episode 50. Episode 50! We made it to half a century. So what I was going to do was I downloaded an Airhorn app on my iPad and I was going to play the Bow Wow Wow! And um I did it wrong too. It's like I think right then is like one of the only times where I felt like you where you can hear it in yep, your head, and you're just, but the sound that comes <laughs> out is like <laughs> Exactly. So I was gonna play it and then I figured you know what? If Hal can't handle the sound of our voices being recorded, he wouldn't be able to handle that. And so I just didn't want to do it. But that was my plan. I was like, 50! Bow-wow-wow! <laughs> but I hear it correctly, like the air horn noise. But yes, we know that we just finished Blade 3. Blade Trinity. Blade 3. God. I know. Fucking idiots. Well, Blade Trinity, and we are going. We have one more Blade thing to talk about, but it's episode fifty. Yeah, and so we wanted we, to do something special. Yeah, you know, just we do, were going to do Wonder Woman eighty four, mm-hmm. but then we fell behind in our recording, so we're going to do the Snyder Cut, which I think is perfect for our fiftieth episode. Just yeah. kind of. I mean, maybe for the fiftieth episode, I wouldn't say the Snyder Cut is perfect. Well, neither would I. I didn't, I said doing it. For, okay. So, all we have to say is this is going to be... This is going to be antagonistic to say the yes, just in just to start. It's yeah. going to be rough. Because um, Allison's going to be mean yeah. for no reason <laughs> for things. So, yeah. So, we wanted to do the Snyder Cut for episode 50. We wanted to do something special. We decided to do the Snyder Cut because we do have to fit in. Um, some of the DC movies since we finished the DC series. Yeah. But we want to fit in the DC movies as they happen. We want to fit in the Marvel movies. Yeah. As they happen, things like that. Um, I was thinking. Did we ever do Birds of Prey? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we did. We just didn't do Wonder Woman is the only one we ever done. 84, right. Yeah. Because I can't, yeah, because right. we finished the series. Okay. Um, one thing that Allison doesn't know this yet, but one thing I was thinking about because Ooh. we need to do like the Marvel movies as they come and stuff. Are you doing like an ambush for every episode now? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good plan. Just so... Parker ambushes me. Well, Go yeah. ahead. What am I doing now? And that's going to stop you if you don't <laughs> like it. Um, so I was thinking with the Marvel TV shows, because they all fit in the movie universe, instead of doing one whole episode on just WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, let's kind of wait till Loki finishes, and okay. then maybe we'll do like a roundup of all three. To kind of talk a little bit about that. A sort stuff of super like episode. Exactly. <laughs> I just figure, you know, yeah, because we want to do like when Black Widow comes out in July, we're going to yeah. want to do Black Widow. We're going to want to do things as they happen because the Marvel and DC movies are just going to keep coming. Yeah. Um, but we also want to keep with our series and stuff. So we'll be doing our series and then we're just going to be throwing in some episodes of some of these other ones that are continuations of series we already did. Okay. I think, I think that would be fun. What do you think? Are you okay yeah, with that? No, I'm good with it. All right. So I think the 50th episode is a great time to talk about that. Yeah. And our plans for the future. Oh, yeah. You know. You guys must be so excited. I'm on the edge of my <laughs> About hearing about our plans. <laughs> but yeah, so we are going to talk about the Snyder Cut for our 50th episode. And then I have something else for us to do at the end of Jesus. the episode as Double well. ambush? A double ambush. Oh, so, so the Snyder Cut. So... Just, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows about the Cider Cut, but just a quick little background. Um, Previously on <laughs> Justice League. So, basically, 
Snyder Cut is referring to is Zack Snyder's um, Justice League that he wasn't able to actually create for the theater. Um, you know, he dropped out because his daughter killed herself, I believe. Well, yeah, his daughter died, and so he dropped out of... I think it was like... How far into production were they? I mean, they were. They showed a version of it, and then the studio said to fix a bunch of stuff, uh-huh. and, I, and then... Oh, and then he was dropped out by that time? when that happened oh, okay. it was part of the reason because I think he felt like he couldn't be with his family and do everything new yeah. that they wanted him to do right and stuff like that and so he did you know because it was a horrible tragedy and he just I understood why he oh, yeah. couldn't do that so the studio did kind of made sense a little bit they asked Joss Whedon to come in and kind of take over mm-hmm. the movie um, apparently Zach and Josh were, were friends. I'm going to say were friends. Are they not friends anymore? I, I don't think they care. I don't think he cares for him anymore. Um, from things I've read and stuff. Because of what he did to Justice League and things like that. Um. And because he's kind of a dick. Well, right. And this is, and this was before a lot of stuff came out about him, right? Yeah, but I mean, even, even before things come out... Mm-hmm. There are, you know, you people work with know. people, you right. work in the industry. Everybody in the industry knew. Exactly. It, exactly. It just I wasn't mean, talked about. Exactly. Which happens with all right. these horrible people. Right. You know, um, so he, you know, but they picked him. It made sense to me when I heard it because he did Avengers um, and Avengers Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And that made sense. He did a team up movie. Mm-hmm. Avengers was really, people really enjoyed it. Age of Ultron has aged better yeah. than it was was first received. Yeah. Um, you know, so they were like, well, he's done a superhero movie before. Let's have him help and do the reshoots and mm-hmm. stuff. So they gave him a lot of freedom, I feel like, to rewrite things and to do a bunch of reshoots. He brought everyone back to do reshoots. Um, they had, you know, they had the issue of Mustache Gate. With Superman, where which is a baller move for Mission Impossible. Yeah. They're like, oh, sure, you can have him, but he can't shave his mustache because we need him back. Um, I mean, what would Mission Impossible Fallout have been without his well, mustache? Right. Agreed. Um, so I'm sorry. Henry Cavill could, could probably grow that mustache in like two days. Oh, yeah. They were just being dicks. Oh, yeah. 100% were being dicks. And so if you saw the theater version... Of Justice League, uh, you saw a very different movie. Yeah, you saw the horrible CGI out of the mustache. Right, because it, it was like it was like if you tried to imagine Henry Cavill looking like he looks, but but somehow not attractive. Like someone drew him. Right. Yeah. But it's slightly off. No, but it looks fake. Yeah. Because his mouth looks like more like I brought up a picture of it, and it's his mouth very, looks like, long. Like look at that. Oh. Yeah, like it looks really. It's worse than you think. You know what you mouth it looks like? It looks like what's his face? Oh shit! What's his name? Oh, I feel like such a dick. He was Agent Smith. He was Lord Alron. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. Oh, he was Red Skull. Yeah. Um. 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 One second, everyone, because but you know this what is... I'm talking about, right? Like that's yes. what his mouth no. looks like. Yes. Oh my god! Once I say his name, you're gonna know exactly. Is it Hugh? 
Hugh, yes. Yes. Hugh, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. God damn it. Yes. That was bad. I wouldn't, it would not have come to me for a long time. No, but he, I, when you said it, I was like, oh, I, Hugh. yes. Hugo Weaving. I had, I had the first two letters. Exactly. Exactly. I was, I was. But I, I can actually see that because he has a, I mean, except the Henry Cavall's looked worse. Yeah. Because it well, looks it looks fake. It looks CGI. Yeah. And so um yeah, so it was like if someone who had never actually seen Henry Cavill's unshaven face was tasked to create. Well, a it was mouth. also like somebody's never actually seen a mouth. <laughs> like it looked re- like you think about this movie came out in 2000 um the theater version of Justice League came out in 2000, 2017, right? I think so. So Technology has come a long way. And I... I mean, I feel like the technology... What is happening? The... Dirt bikes? Yeah, dirt bikes now. Um, the technology, I feel like, was there. It was yeah. just a shit job. But I just don't know why they did a shit job. Right. It was really bad. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if maybe they were over budget and they didn't have the money to do it they ne- just, like, nicely. They out. Yeah. But it looked really bad. So that was what people thought about. Too bad it that. wasn't a pandemic and he wasn't wearing a mask. Like, right. that would have been really great. There were also just a lot of jokes that didn't fit the characters. Um, and the biggest thing that people talked about was Cyborg was, felt like his character was really... It was barely in there. Barely. He was just like... Almost, there was no backstory. He no was backstory. the only right. one without a backstory. And his backstory is important. Yeah. Well, I mean... Flash barely had a backstory too. Yeah, but you, everybody knows Flash's backstory. Right. Plus, you got to see well, him talking to his dad. So this is the thing. People's so I'm gonna challenge you a little bit on people not knowing Cyborg's okay. backstory. Just a little bit. Just because people who know Cyborg, you're right. People who know the cartoons don't know his backstory, because T Tenons go didn't go into this dramatic backstory of okay. Cyborg. Yeah. But um, I want to say 2012-ish, maybe that's when it happened, DC did a rebirth and they actually put Cyborg, became a big part of it mm-hmm. when, they, when they redid their universe. And so we ha- and he was a part of the Justice League. Okay. And so we had more of a backstory, but these are comic people. Yeah. So it wasn't, you're right that people who might know Cyborg from the cartoons and stuff didn't know his backstory. Because the cartoons were more were lighter, but people who read the comics might have known more about his backstory. Okay. And they made the and this backstory that Zack Snyder did, where he he was rebuilt with uh, apocalypse technology and stuff like that, came from comics. Okay. Right. Well, he was built from the mother box, right? Right, which is okay. technology from a technically. Mother boxes in the comic world and in the cartoons is from Apocalypse. And so in the movie, the mother boxes were just entities, kind of, who showed you where the anti-life equation and all that stuff was. And when they brought together, you could make it like Apocalypse. Okay. So I just... So he was made from that technology type situation. So, But people just watching the movie... They wouldn't know that backstory. Right. There was no move, Cyborg movie before. Uh-huh. There was no Flash movie before. And there was no Aquaman movie mm-hmm. before. Flash, you're 100% right, had more of a backstory that people knew because of the CW show. Right. 
Um, Aquaman, people knew because of comic stuff his backstory, but yeah. he was more known than Cyborg. I would say because well, he was in the Justice that's, League cartoons. That's really and stuff. what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Was like not so much that people don't know the backstory, but like they knew who Cyborg they are, the isn't well known like outside. Yes. Of, outside of people who read comic books. Yes. You know, you don't have to read comic books to know that there's a flash. Right. You're, you're right. And then, but they also had, but they also had cartoons and TV, sh- um, just the Justice League cartoon, um, from the 2001. Aquaman was in that a lot. Flash was a main character and Cyborg was never in it. Right. Like he was just known from Teen Titans stuff. And so yeah. you had to go a little deeper mm-hmm. to get Cyborg backstory stuff. So you're 100% right. you watch Teen Titans go? I, I've watched it every now and then. It's cute. I didn't even know that was a superhero thing. I mean, it's it's more just silly. Yeah. They have a really good move, a really funny movie called Teen Titans Go to the Movies, and I started. I actually, when I was dealing, a movie about them going to the movies. No, it's their movie. Oh. And it was in theaters. Oh, they went to the movies in that it was a movie that you could see in the theater. Right, and then they were making a movie in the movie. <laughs> it's a it's a cute it's a really cute movie. But they, um, I watched the team. I'm so sleepy and I'm on my second glass of wine and I'm like having a hard time. (laughs) I I watched the original Teen Titans cartoon, which was a little more serious. Uh And then they made Teen Titans go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Type situation. But it's a cute show. Yeah. It's funny. Um, so anyway, so you're right. Cyborg wasn't as familiar. Okay. As those other characters, but they still didn't give a Snyder, a, a Snyderverse. Yeah. Backstory really a Flash, right. Aquaman yet, or Cyborg. Mm-hmm. But Cyborg was the one that they really um, cut a lot out, and his character was pretty big in the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of it, then we found out later that a lot of it had to do with Josh Whedon being a horrible person, and Jeff Johns being yeah. a re- being horrible people and just really retaliating against uh, Ray Fisher. Yeah. So, um, so there's just, there was a lot. So, but Ray Fisher had nothing but nice things to say about, um, Zack Snyder. Right. Um, so basically when Justice League came out in theaters, people hated it. Yeah. Uh, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. I tried to, when we, I remember when we walked out of the theater and we talked about a lot of this stuff in the Justice League episode we did. Yeah. But I tried to make apologies for it and stuff. And then I tried to watch it a second time and I couldn't. Yeah. Um, and then we had to watch it then a third time it for was, the podcast, it but it, it was rough. So a lot, and a lot of people had that feeling. And then a lot of people who really liked Man of Steel and liked the extended cut of Batman versus Superman basically st- went on Twitter and started doing the, you know, um, Snyder cut and yeah. they wanted a Snyder cut and people were talking about it for years mm-hmm. um, and we're like does it exist we don't know all of right. this stuff and then HBO Max which is owned by Warner Brothers said sure we'll yeah. let give Zack Snyder some money to finish his How vision how much money did they give him? a lot he, did, he only did a couple of reshoots he didn't really do a lot of reshoots so 90 90 I would say 95 percent of what we saw in the Snyder cut was his original was original stuff he shot that's so funny to me because I feel like it's well okay so you have this like he makes a movie they don't like it they tell him to fix it mm-hmm. he's it... like I got a piece out they bring in somebody else who is supposedly friends with Zack Snyder. 
And he just basically rewrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like trying to think, because obviously nobody wants to go back and watch the, the no. Whedon cut. Um, Don't worry. I, I pulled up something that shows some of the... Okay. Well, because I was like trying to think, and here's the thing is I only watched the Snyder cut once. And so, and it was very long. And I remember being very anti it in the beginning of it. Literally, literally. <laughs> I just the game. Literally the minute we turned it on. So the so the move the new movie is four hours. It's set up in like chapters. Yeah. Um and there's a prologue, then there's the chapters, and then there's an epilogue. This was in the prologue. Well, okay. First After the, the beginning first of all, credits. you fucking here. Here is the thing. You fucking start this thing and it's like this goddamn like place card thing that comes up and is like basically Zack Snyder sucking his own dick and I was immediately put off well it's just it's it's you know they changed the aspect ratio and said you should watch it this way because Zack Snyder believes it should be watched this way I mean the thing is called the Snyder cut so let him do that I didn't care about that but don't tell me how to watch a fucking movie I understand so, okay, before we even jump into the movie, <laughs> I think it's important to to understand. But I think my original point was that that's, like, it's just very odd to me, like, the whole situation. Because comparing the two storylines, they're obviously not completely dissimilar, but it makes Zack Snyder's storyline makes so much more sense. Well, right, right. It's like what I want to know what the original cut was that he showed them that they didn't like. I mean, it was and how Joss Whedon turned that into his monster. Well, it was all the jokes was at like a lot of the like Justice League was still this one was still lighter than Batman versus Superman. Yeah. But I think there was just a lot of a lot of the jokes well, because, that weren't in this that were in the one that that's all Joss Whedon. No, what I'm saying is the original Snyder Cut. Yeah. The one that's not four and a half right. hours long. I think it was still too long. That was the... I, I'm yeah. wondering, what was the stuff that they wanted cut out of it? Like, what was the stuff that they wanted him to redo that that then, then ended up being... It was Whedon's everything cut. that wasn't in Whedon's cut. Everything that's not the same were things that they wanted him to cut. Ugh, I need I need charts. Well, I'm like, yeah, but they're not going to tell us that. Yeah. But it was, you know, a lot of... That's they, what I'm saying. Want, All I'm saying is I wonder. Right. Oh. Well, but then you said you need charts. Well, no. So you want to know. No, because you you said everything that's not in there. Like, I would have to watch them simultaneously with some fucking charts and figure out what's different. Well, right. But I have, like, I have a list of things that somebody already did that we can look at and talk a little Do bit Do you about. just want to talk for an hour? No, I'm... T- <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I also think it's important because... Allison, you have said this multiple times, making it sound like I'm a Zack Snyder apologist. I am not. I don't love Zack Snyder's movies. I'm not a fan of... I hate Sucker Punch. I know. 
Um, I, I don't know that I've ever said that you're a Zack Snyder apologist. You've acted, you, you made it sound like when we were started watching this movie and I was like, okay, give it a chance. You're like, no. And you were making it sound like I shouldn't no. give it a chance. I mean, we haven't started talking about us actually watching the movie yet, but, but when e- I came into it with a very negative attitude, yes. I was a very negative Nancy. And I went into it with very positive. Right. And you were very cranky about me being positive. Yeah. Well, I was cranky in general. Okay. But then obviously you like things and then I get mad about you liking things. Well, and that's what I wanted to say. Right. It's like you get mad that I like things. And so (laughs) I think I need to say is Zack Snyder is not my favorite director. There are some things. I love his version of Dawn of the Dead. That's what got me into zombies. I was never a big zombie person until I saw his Dawn of the Dead. Um, I like Watchmen. It's not great, but I like Watchmen. Yeah. Um, I like Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I like the extended cut of Batman versus Superman. Um, I hate Sucker Punch, and I'm not even a 300 fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't... And, but Zack Snyder has a specific taste in... He has a distinct style in his movies, where it's a, he likes slow-mo. Well, and I think... He likes different... He likes... To do things with colors. Well, you're also a fan of his vision for what the DCEU was going to be. Well, that's the thing. Because we talked about it in our episodes. I loved his plan. So I don't know that I would say that you're a big Zack Snyder fan. You are a fan, though, of of his vision of of what it should have been. I was. Yeah. I I was. I mean, but I didn't like his... Well, and I think that that's why you maybe had a little bit more of a positive attitude going into this. Well, right. But I I also think... so. We also then after watching it, me trying to talk us back yeah. from being real angry. Well, no, and so and then I'm just gonna fast forward to the end. And when we did watch it, mm-hmm. um, I you know you we watched it that one time in four hours. I it took us like five hours. Oh God! I don't think we should have done that. Well, and then I almost died at the end. I got food poisoning. Right. So it just didn't work <laughs> out for you. But then the the Monday after. I started rewatching it, and because it's broken up in chapters, I actually watched it over three days. And I have to say, watching it over three days the second time, I really, really liked it. Okay. Like, I really enjoyed it. And I was trying to think of, okay, how do I judge these movies? Because we've talked about that before. When we At the end of the podcast, we rate it as a movie in general. Right. And, you know, there. I'm trying to think of, like, when I say good things or bad things about these superhero movies, 90% of the time, I tend to be pretty positive about the super, most superhero movies. I try to give it a chance. Right. Um, I, I was trying to think, well, why do I do that? And I think I really... It doesn't matter to me if people think it's a good movie or a bad movie. What matters to me is, do I enjoy my experience? Yeah. Prime example, Jonah Hex. Did not enjoy my experience, and I hate that movie. Right. Um, I would have to say that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is not a good movie. But you enjoyed in, in the, the big, But I enjoyed my experience, so I like that right. movie. Justice League in the theater did not enjoy my experience, did not like that movie. I enjoyed watching the Snyder Cut. I will probably watch the Snyder Cut more times. So, okay. So here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I came into the movie, like we said, I think I was already in a bad mood that day, but I also came into it, you know, I didn't completely stay off Twitter, so it wasn't spoiled for me, but I did know about that, like, header placard, like, when it first starts telling me how to watch the movie, 
And then also the fact that it's four hours long mm-hmm. and also the fact that it's broken up into chapters with an epilogue and a prologue. I, you know me, I reacted very negatively mm-hmm. to that. And I think that the first, Wait, you? Shut up. I think that the, that the epilogue and maybe the first chapter or two, mm-hmm. you can have the rest, are, um, you already had two bottle glasses. Two, two bottles. bottles. I think that they were colored by that sort yes. of like negative energy that I was bringing into but it. But even before that. But I think. You didn't want to watch it. No, not really. Right. But overall, I will say that this movie answered a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I think that the chemistry between everybody was was a lot better. It felt like an actual ensemble movie. Yes, agreed. Um, and... I, I think that the storyline makes a lot more sense, mm-hmm. both as a movie and comically. Yes. And you, it was clear, knowing what we talked about, what Zack Snyder's vision was, mm-hmm. it was clearer in this movie, you could actually see his vision. Yeah. And the honestly, after the first two episodes i think that overall my experience like my attitude towards it is more positive except the epilogue which i thought was confusing yes and didn't need to be there and also jared leto's joker was teased to me and this is not the jared leto joker that i wanted to see well so the end we talked about that there weren't a lot of reshoots that was the was the reshoot Mm-hmm. Everything in the everything in the epilogue from Clark uh, from Superman opening his shirt, yeah, was reshoot. Mm-hmm. So the second nightmare scene, mm-hmm. um, and then Martian Manhunter visiting Bruce Wayne, that was all reshoots. Um, I agree with you that that well that was that was an interesting version of. The Joker, but it wasn't the Joker that I know in the DCU that they've had. Right. It wasn't the Suicide Squad Joker. Right. Which is what I wanted to see more of. Right. Which I could... I'm good with never seeing again. But but I understand. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Where it didn't make sense. Right. Um, also, I just felt like the movie would have been better if it ended with that scene of Superman opening his shirt. For an emergency. Yeah. It just, that was, when they, because in the beginning of the epilogue, they basically go through each of the heroes and what they're doing now. Uh-huh. Type thing. Like, after the big fight, after the big, um, you know, defeating Steppenwolf and Dar- right. Darkseid going back to Apocalypse and all mm-hmm. that stuff, they then just, you know, had some voiceover and you saw what all the heroes were doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, that was nice. Yeah. And I felt like Superman opening his shirt to save someone was a great ending. Mm -hmm. And then it was ruined with then the other epilogue pieces. Yeah. So I agree Mm -hmm. with that. That wasn't the, it wasn't the Joker that we thought Mm -hmm. when they said he was going to, Jerry Leto was going to be in it again. But also I just don't think that was needed. To me, that was the weakest part of the entire movie. Yeah. Um, but everything... Well, not everything. Okay. And I didn't like everything okay. of this movie. Um, the Scandinavian song and smelling... Oh, my 
my god. His shirt, um, Listen, Aquaman's shirt it. was. We all yes. want to smell Aquaman's shirt. Was okay? was stupid. It, it was, was dumb. dumb and it wasn't needed. And I could see watching this movie, I could pick out things that should that could have been cut. Yeah. I think they could have cut this to a nice three hour movie. Yeah. The problem was, this was pre Infinity, um, pre Endgame. Yeah. There hasn't been really a three hour superhero movie. How long was Infinity War? Like two and a half hours, but three. Uh, but you, remember when Endgame End was over three hours? Yeah. A little, but when people were talking about it, people were like, three hours, three hours. How are we going to handle three hours? And it's just so. I don't think Justice League could have kept people. Yeah. Like, and people were anticipating Endgame because it was so exciting. Right. Because we were so into it. Justice League in 2017, people weren't right. clamoring for it. So I don't think a three-hour movie would have, people would have wanted that. Yeah. But I don't see how he could have made his vision in less than three hours. Yeah. But I could also see things that could have been cut uh-huh. to make it a little shorter. Um, but so there were some changes for it. There were definitely a lot more. I think one of the biggest changes were character development. The characters were yeah. all developed so much better yeah. in this. And the story was. I mean, even Steppenwolf was his character. So in the theater version, he was the main bad guy. Did he ever say Darkseid? No. Not, not once. They never mentioned Darkseid. No, it was... Like, the, the Whedon cut was more Steppenwolf is coming, and he's just coming for himself. There for was the mother no boxes, backstory. Right. They mentioned Apocalypse, I think. Well, they mentioned, they didn't say Apocalypse. Okay. They said that, he, you know, the mother boxes were supposed to form the Trinity. Right. And then it was supposed to make Earth like Steppenwolf's home world. Right. But that's all they said. They right. didn't. So you were led to believe from the Whedon cut that he was just... His own bad guy. Right. Like he, this was his vision. This is what he wanted to right. do. Um, but in the Snyder Cut, we get him kneeling before Darkseid. Apparently, there's been some sort of rift. Um, because, um, there was some bad blood. Right. Um, and so, Steppenwolf is trying to regain his honor yes. in Darkseid's eyes. Um, so, I, so, that part of it, it just... I mean... You can't really, like, look at the Whedon cut and be like... If you didn't know anything about Steppenwolf... Right. And that he was supposed to be, like, a scion of Darkseid... Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with the way that it was done, like, from the, yes. the Whedon cut. Like, it's just some fucking out-of-space yes. dude that wants to turn Earth into his home planet. Like, Agreed. that's his thing. Yeah. You know? It's, like, that. that's fine, but obviously for people who know right. Darkseid... Like, it's this is a more exciting well, storyline. And more people, I think, like you, even you knew who Darkseid was because yeah. you watched the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. And so, Darkseid is just. <laughs> even you! <laughs> well, I mean, because you're no, not I a don't. typical comic no. person. If you I'm did, like peripheral. Yeah, if you didn't watch the Justice League cartoon, you would never know who Darkseid was. Um, you know, and so, one of the things I think Warner Brothers was a little iffy about Darkseid is because. Everyone knows Marvel and DC is very Coke and Pepsi yeah. type situation. Well, Darkseid is very similar to Thanos. Yeah. And Thanos was coming coming oh, out yeah. and people were more excited about that. Um, and so I think that's part of the reason that's why they did because the Marvel movies are more yes. well done from like a top down. A hundred percent. Completely agreed. And... 
But no, that's a good point though, because like if you're painting Darkseid as the biggest bad right. in this universe, you're right. You're basically doing what Marvel is doing. Right. And so I think they wanted something a little different. And while that's people fine for like comic books, right. it's not fine for movies. Right. Because people don't want to see the same movie, but from right. a different person granted but or maybe I, they do because armageddon and deep impact came out in the same year I, I, yeah i think if it was done better but they but just who, didn't what movie do you think of armageddon sure <laughs> i don't Even think though that, elijah wood was in deep impact and i don't think about deep impact until someone says deep impact yeah. but then i think about it and i enjoy it yeah um so it was a good movie oh it was a good movie but you're right we think of armageddon over that um but i just think with the Snyder Cut, they just did a lot of better explaining things. Yeah. For example... It was a more cohesive Throughout line, yeah. the Batman versus Superman, um, Lex Luthor kept saying, you know, um, we need certain things to happen because I'm going to ring the bell. Uh-huh. And make some, you know, something yeah. ha- bad happen. And then at the end, he goes, you can't unring the bell. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that. And then you're like, okay, well... We're led to believe it has something to do with Darkseid because people knew he was maybe coming yeah. in Justice League. So we're like, okay, what's the bell? What is that? And then with the Snyder Cut, I mean, with the Whedon Cut, nothing was answered about that. Yeah. Like, how did Lex Luthor creating Doomsday right. cause a pop, you know, Steppenwolf to want to come right. to Earth? Well, what they answered in the Snyder Cut was Superman's death and his scream... Which was a little weird that his scream unlocked, woke the, up the, woke up the mother boxes. Yeah. And then that's what called Stephen Wolf yeah. to Earth. Right. Well, because, I mean, okay, so with that, quick question. Mm-hmm. So if the death of Superman is what woke up the mother boxes, why were they asleep for so long before Superman even came to Earth? Um, I think they were like... Well, after so after the people of Themis- Themyscira, Atlantis, and Earth, yeah, um, took their mother boxes. After they each took their own mother box, yeah. Um, I just don't think anything happened. Okay. That awoken them. That woke them up. Okay. But then Superman dying in his death screams and all his that. Death rattle. Yeah, basically woke it up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, 100%. I, I don't know. But that I just think it was just, they defeated Steppenwolf, and then okay. it was just nothing happened to make it okay. like that. So so that answered mm-hmm. a question about, well, why is that happy on Earth? Will you send me that page? Yeah. Um, another thing that I thought was really good was um, the scenes in... Well, I liked Stephen Wolf working for Darkseid. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really, really good. Um, Darkseid. Oh, I was gonna say his. Oh, we talk about it, yeah. C- he was CGI differently than um, than the Whedon cut. Yeah. Um, and at first, I think his armor was very off-putting. Like it was very distracting. But until you saw that up, the armor was part of him, right? I thought that I was. I think cool. it ended up being pretty cool. Like I think he looked a lot better. Um, in, in this Snyder Cut. I do too. I think I really was fascinated about the armor being like that. He, it's part of his body. Or yeah. it was very similar to like. Um, it made me think of Tony Stark's Iron Man suit that was 
the latest suit that had the um, nanobites, um, and they were able to um, like just hide and then become his armor. Yeah, they didn't have to hide in a bracelet or anything like that. Right. They were part of him. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that that's what his armor was very similar too so I thought that was really cool I also liked how much more animal like the, Stephen Wolf looked oh yeah like mm -hmm. he was bigger yeah but he had like these like animal legs yeah and his hands it just they made him look more like a person like just you know, an I alien didn't notice person that he had six fingers yeah. until the very end oh well I didn't either until the end yeah. but it was just I just thought it was really cool so I thought his appearance looked better um it was funny. If you look at his original appearance, I mean, his appearance in Zack Snyder's, he does look more like Thanos. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if that's why the yeah. um, studio wanted them to change right. him a little because his second one doesn't look as much like um, Thanos with the chin and stuff like that. Um, another really good thing that they did, I think, in this movie was... They explained how Wonder Woman knew about Darkseid. Yeah. So in the weeding cut, all they really did was um, after Stephen Wolf took the mother box um, and they and the Amazon sent the arrow, Wonder Woman saw that on TV that the the um, in Athens the thing was lit. Mm -hmm. And then she went to see Bruce Wayne mm -hmm. and was just saying, oh, well, I know all, I was taught yeah. about Stefan. Right. Here, she saw that. She went to where the arrow was lit. Well, where they sent the arrow. She went there. She went underground and on the walls. Yeah. Explained Darkseid. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that explained it really well. And it was better than, first of all, it it let us know how she knew about it. Right. Which I thought made the story a little more interesting. Uh-huh. So that's, that's another thing I really liked. What? I'm just laughing about um, Darkseid's, like, right-hand man. Desaad. Desaad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, is it just Darkseid without all the consonants in the middle? <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. I mean, Desaad was made... You know, um, Jack Kirby made Darkseid and the New Gods and all that stuff. And what's really cool is, I mean, if you really think about these guys, so Darkseid and the New Gods were made before Thanos and his people were made in yeah. the comics. So, because when you asked me who that was for Desaad, I remember I said to you, he's like Darkseid's Ebony Maw. Yeah. Because he was. Mm -hmm. And so, you because you didn't have this strong background of all the new god people and things right. you just knew a little bit of them um i had to kind of bring it back to well we already know stuff like yeah. this because marvel did it mm -hmm. in the movies already but i thought like when he talks about like dark side's people it was really cool that dark side wouldn't talk to stephen wolf he was having to sod do it yeah before because why would dark side do it right because Thanos sent Ebony Maw to talk to people and do those things. So that was cool until um, Stephen Wolf found the Anti-Life Equation. Uh -huh. And then Darkseid appeared and talked to him. But then at the end... Well, and so... Um, at the end, when Dark... The final battle scene, when Darkseid was about to come to Earth, 
um, you see the the mother box. I'm not the mother box. The boom tube. Yeah. Opening up and l- allowing Dark Side and his parademons and everything come out, and you see Dasad, uh-huh. and you see this older looking lady in armor, and it was that's Granny Goodness, and it was just so great to see her. Like no speaking parts, you didn't get a close up, but just to see Granny Goodness, so you really saw a lot of like darks of the apocalypse world uh-huh. and stuff. Um, I also have to say when we talk about the apocalypse people. Um, I thought the parademons looked so much better in yeah. this mm-hmm. than they did in the other I movie. I agree. Um, another thing about this that I also liked when it came to um, Darkseid's people. So in the Whedon cut, when Wonder Woman's telling Batman about the history of the Mother Boxes, they all fought um, when the Atlanteans, the Amazons, and um, the men, when they all fought... Um, Steppenwolf to separate the mother boxes. Um, it was Steppenwolf in the Whedon cut. Yeah, I liked in the um, Snyder cut how it was Darkseid. Yeah, but see, that was what I didn't understand. Is like Darkseid was the one that lost Earth, lost the mother boxes, lost the anti-life equation. I didn't understand what. Did they explain why Steppenwolf was on the outs with Darkseid? He just did something bad. Because in my mind, if Steppenwolf, like in the Snyder Cut, is the one who fucks up, it makes sense that he's on Darkseid's bad side. (laughs) His dark side, if you will. Um, (laughs) But that would have happened so long ago, I guess Mm -hmm. that doesn't make too much sense. But I just think... So they never do explain that, though, right? No, they never do explain that, but it's also one of those things that I just think... When the king does something bad, and yeah. he can stole right control, but I people. guess it, it makes more sense because it's like then it's less about why Steppenwolf needs to win his approval, right? Than it is why he's here trying to do it because right. this was this was Darkseid's greatest failure, exactly. So he's trying to right the wrong to help Dark, yeah. yes, to get back in his good grace, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was so that fight though. One thing again, I you couldn't help it because Endgame came out. Before the Snyder Cut, uh-huh. there was, and it's funny to think that they maybe. When did Infinity War come out? God, why are you asking me questions? I, know, I just want to say, did it? I want to think, did Infinity War come out before Justice League? Um, Infinity War, the movie, twenty eighteen. So no, it didn't. No. So the scene. So Justice League came out before Infinity War. Yes. Okay. So the scene where. Um, I don't know if it was the Amazons a character. It wasn't the Green Lantern, but a character um, stabbed Darkseid with an axe, uh-huh. and it was very similar to when Thor yeah. had Stormbreaker. Yeah, and he was trying to stab Thanos. Yeah. Um, what was also really cool about that explanation scene about the past was the Green Lantern. We saw more of him, uh-huh. and. Darkseid almost got a Green Lantern ring. Yeah. Like, he was about to grab it. Yeah. Before... Um, frittered away. Yeah, so I just thought that was kind of cool. To find its next lantern. So, yeah, so that... I mean, so that was definitely a lot... A lot better was the explanation mm-hmm. of all of that. There was definitely more um, Darkseid and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think also this movie also feels like it's more part of the DCEU mm-hmm. um, than yes. Whedon Cut because you have Agreed. like 
you have a little bit more Aquaman stuff where yep. Volko is there trying to give him the trident. People from the Aquaman movie, which came out after this. Right. Um, you had Mira with a British, British accent, accent for some reason. Inexplicably. Yeah. Um, but, and also her hair was like a normal color. Yeah, as opposed to the bright red. Color. Yeah. Um, but also you had like like Barry Allen's yes. scenes were um, first of all fucking hilarious in the pet store, right? Um, but also you you can you just get more of a feeling that it's supposed to be setting up these characters for their own movies. Agreed. Which I don't know feels really cool. A better it's introduction, like, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's definitely you can. I mean, I know that I had, I, like, I watched it with a very negative attitude, mm-hmm. and it's still not my favorite thing. I'd probably watch it again at some point, but, like, I do feel like there's a lot of questions answered. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, there's better, um, there's better work around making it feel like a more ensemble cast. It's also a better movie. Right. And, and, you know, the plot is better. Makes more sense. It makes more sense. Yeah. Um, you really feel like fucking cyborg. Like, yeah, it's clear that he was supposed to be like a main character of this movie yeah. instead of just like a fucking side. Which project. made sense because his he was created from a mother box, right? So that made sense. Plus, I think there was you actually in this movie you saw his mom, mm-hmm. so you saw why his relationship with his dad was so bad. Yeah, even more. Right. You also saw. How, why his dad saved, like, you heard about his mom that also died in the car accident, but to actually see it, yeah, what I thought was really good. Um, you also saw with Cyborg, um, just a lot more of what he can do with his power, exactly. with his yeah. powers, with that, that recorder that his dad, yeah, gave him. And then you saw his dad sacrificing himself mm-hmm. for well, him. and then you also, to me, it made a little bit more sense, like, the way that he gets the boxes apart right. instead of like in the weed and cut it's basically just him standing there like plugged into them but yeah. you don't really know what's happening right but then in the snyder cut he like goes in them yep <laughs> um so i yeah it makes a lot more sense and he feels like more of a central character mm-hmm. instead of just being kind of but you know i think even obviously the the real problem with the weed and cut if you're just looking at it from a justice league like perspective is that the flash just feels like some random kid that showed up and he's in here, you know, for five minutes. And then you have cyborg who is also just some guy. Yep. And it just feels like the Whedon cut is basically Batman and wonder woman. And they brought these other guys along. So that's another big difference was in the Snyder, in the Whedon cup, Batman and wonder woman are the two that decided to bring Superman back. Right. That's it. Yeah. This felt like more of a team. Yes. Everyone was part of the discussion. Right. About it. And they yeah. gave their points of view. Um, what I also feel like, Cyborg got in the weed and cut a bit, he got shafted. Fucking hose, dude. But so did Flash. Yes. Because the things about Flash that Whedon added, they made him, like, stupid things. Like, falling on top of Wonder Woman. Like, being like super scared, he had only pushed people before. Right. But like that whole scene where he fucking saves, saves Iris. Iris. Yep. Like, like if if it was the the Barry Allen from the Whedon cut, yeah. like that would not have happened. That would never have happened. But I, and I also liked how like yes, when 
when Barry Allen first met Wonder Woman, he got all tongue-tied and stuff because yeah. Wonder Woman's a gorgeous Amazon. And that made sense. But then they played on it more sexually yeah, it was like throughout, throughout the weeding cut yeah. that they didn't do here. And I liked it more. Yeah. You saw the respect he still had for her right. as a person. Yeah. And I thought that was great. I have to say, one thing that I that we both said, I did like, one thing I did like about the weeding cut that wouldn't fit in the Snyder cut, but I did like it in the weeding cut, was with that version of Barry Allen, when Bruce gave him that talk about save one person. Yeah, and that then go was a back. great scene. That was actually yeah. a good scene for the Barry. It wouldn't have fit for this, and I prefer this Barry Allen over yeah. that one, but that was a good I mean, scene for that Barry Allen. I don't know. Like, I think... Well, because it depends. Because even the scene where he, like, saves Iris, he's not fighting anybody. Right. He's just pushing things out of the way. But he knew to save people here. Yeah. Like, he... he, he okay, that, yeah, that makes His sense. main focus wasn't the fight. He just knew... Batman said to save people and he just knew right. how to do it because he's done that. Yeah, okay. So it that just showed sense. him a little more of an... Not experienced fighter, but experienced right. did yeah. that thing. Because here, Batman he said... he doesn't, like, fight. No. Here, this, Batman yeah. just says save people. Right. Like, he's used as either someone who saves people or an electric charge. Right. In almost everything. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I yeah. think it's good for his power set. He doesn't know right. how to punch a lot. And in the end, he is a fucking child. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And an awkward person. Maybe not and, a child, and, and, but he's younger. But that's why I liked how he got, like, tongue-tied with Wonder Woman. Because he's still an awkward person. Right. But then just... I always think about him falling on her. <laughs> so... And yeah. how they made that... So sexual, and yeah. it just didn't need to be right. Um, so I just thought they both Cyborg and Barry Allen both got hosed, mm-hmm. like it just wasn't great. Yeah. And so I thought they f- felt redeemed, yeah, in this. They well, they felt like full characters, exactly, yeah. And they also like they got rid of that stupid part where um, Aquaman was laying on the lasso of truth. Oh, when it was, like, curled around his foot? Yeah. Yeah, it just... This was just better. Like, they didn't have any of that. Aquaman was still, like, a hard ass, but he just wasn't... Yeah. And he was he was the voice of saying, we shouldn't do this. Yeah. When it came to bringing Superman back. Right. Things like that. Um, so his character was so much better. He still said, my man, mm-hmm. which made me very happy because I would have rioted if they took that out. But they got rid of Cyborg's booyah, which yeah. I read was just set up that because... People from the cartoon like him when he said booyah. Yeah. And it just, but it didn't fit the character. Right. In this. Um, what did you think of their version of Superman when he came back? They kept the Superman fight. Yeah. Which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm sorry, I know I asked you a question, but before <laughs> no, it. No, that's fine. Um, one, I don't have an answer formulated. <laughs> so one thing I did also say that was actually better in the Whedon cut than the Snyder cut was they in the Snyder cut made a point to let us know that Lois Lane would come and visit Superman's, the Superman statue that was destroyed in his battle with Doomsday Mm -hmm. uh, or was destroyed sometime in Batman versus Superman, but that she would go visit it every day. Yeah. Um, You know, so much that she gave the police coffee and shit like Mm -hmm. that. So when Superman comes back and he's fighting the Justice League there, Wonder Woman just shows up. I mean, Lois Lane just shows up. Yeah. Because she just happened to be there. In the weaning cut, they made it look like Bruce brought her. Yeah. There, which I thought was would have been better. Mm-hmm. It would have been, oh, Bruce was thinking that he needed a special plan 
in case Superman wasn't yeah. right in the head. That does so make sense. I actually like that part from the Whedon Cup better. Yeah, I agree. Um, but but that whole fight, I'm glad they kept most of that fight. Because mm-hmm. that was just a good fight. It was This one was better. This one was way better, yeah. But I loved that they kept the part where Flash was running and Superman still was, could match him. Yeah. Uh, it was just, that was great. And then you saw the thing on Twitter. I think we talked about this. Where Superman is attacking the Justice League. So the cop... Pulls out his gun. Pulls out his gun. And we're just like fucking cops in there. <laughs> just, oh, my first instinct is to pull out my gun. What's your gun going to do to Superman? Just classic. Yeah, it was just, yeah. So I'm glad they kept that. So, but then the rest of Superman, what was your, mm-hmm. this Superman was different than the Superman. Yeah. The Superman from the Whedon Cub was a lot of jokes and silly. Yeah. This wasn't. No. I have a hard time remembering, like, so obviously, so so if we're going to talk about Superman, mm-hmm. obviously in the Snyder Cut, Lois Lane is very different. Mm-hmm. In the Whedon Cut, she's continuing to work, but she doesn't write any like crime stories or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's very like generic, like fluff pieces and stuff like that. In the, that's the Whedon Cut. Yeah. In the Snyder Cut, she is not working at all. Right. She's still on leave. She's visiting him his you know memorial every, every day, day but she can't move on right. she can't she's like stuck mm-hmm. which i don't really have an opinion on like which is better right. they're both different they're both different but they're both but are fine there's more of an extended period as well after they go back to kansas yeah um and to me It felt like in the Snyder Cut, it felt like Superman still didn't 100% know who he was and, and who Lois was. He, You know what I mean? Until, like, for a little bit okay. when they're in Kansas. Okay. There was, like, a point, like, where she's giving him the clothes mm-hmm. and stuff where he still kind of, like, is is not 100% sure okay. of who. Not it's like his who, mind's still kind of coming together. Right, okay. exactly. Yeah. And I thought that that was, I thought that that was really interesting mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was completely necessary I mean I thought it was fine because I think it just showed their relationship a little more yeah than him just seeing her and remembering everything yeah um and then I just I do like the scene of then Martha coming and yeah. them just kind of being together and then him saying there's something I have to do yeah and when he goes back to the ship and sees all the costumes and he pulls out the black yeah costume which I thought was really cool mm-hmm. um that's a nod to the comic book because yeah. when Superman comes back from the dead, um, there's all these different Superman as well, and he pulled he had his outfit that he's in when he was kind of resurrected. Um, he was kidnapped by one of his robots after he, Doomsday killed him. Okay. Brought to his ship to some solar thing to basically regenerate mm-hmm. and come back alive. And the outfit he was in was in was black. So I think that's kind of what it yeah. was. And I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was really nice to see that. Well, people on Twitter are really freaked out. Good or bad. About the black suit. Good or bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I just like the whole thing is when the Justice League was on his ship and then when he was on his ship, as you walk, mm-hmm. the ship would show different costumes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but I just thought this Superman was less jokey. Yeah. Was more serious, but also was more wanting to help. Right. 
I don't know. I just I this Superman fit the Man of Steel Superman. Yeah, a lot more better. than the weeding yeah. version. Weeding cut fit the Man of Steel Superman. So I like that. Um, what did you think about Lois Lane being pregnant? She was pregnant. So do you remember when she decided it's the last day? To go visit. She remember how she was going to... She got up early. Mm-hmm. And you and I were... She had been drinking decaf. Well, and you and I were talking about... I think... Because I didn't notice it until the second time. To okay. be completely honest. So you and I were talking about when she was tossing and turning. Oh, well... And she was getting up and we thought it was the middle of the night. Yeah. And we're like, well, if I can't sleep, I just stay in bed until yeah. I fall asleep. And she was getting up. She opens up her drawer to get her badge uh-huh. for the Daily Planet. And there's a pregnancy test. So then I kind of took a deep dive and went on a little like listening to some different podcasts and um, looking up what people, what we knew about that. Because then at the end, um, Bruce does say to Clark, congratulations, but doesn't say what it was about. Uh So we're made to think that it was a pregnant. So. Oh, God. So. So Snyder's version Uh had Bruce Wayne comforting Lois. We don't see it, but she was pregnant with his baby. Bruce's? Yes. <gasps> oh my God! <laughs> that was what was supposed to happen. And yeah, and that was, yeah. And it was going to lead to the two other movies and things like that too. But That's horrible. Yeah, it was supposed to be his baby. Bruce Wayne's baby. Blech. Yeah. Blech. Yeah. So, so that, so. Well, thank at least something good came out of this. Right, exactly. So that's what... That's we, fucking terrible. Yeah, that was supposed to happen, and I think that was supposed to be... To Henry Cavill's face, you're supposed to... Well, no. and that was supposed to be like then, you know... So the sec, so the first movie was what we saw of Snyder's version. The sec, it was supposed to be three movies. The second movie was supposed to be that the Justice League comes together and decides to go to Apocalypse... And confront Darkseid so he doesn't come, try to come back to Earth. Okay. Um, and what was supposed to happen is by the end of that, we were supposed to get the Nightmare World. Okay. Where Superman was... Darkseid killed Lois. Superman goes bad. Uh-huh. And the left... The people at the epilogue of kind of come together to stop Darkseid flat in the third movie... Flash was supposed to go back in time, change everything, and Superman never goes bad. And that and See, that's I would the say that that's a very endgame thing, except that's just a very comic book thing. Right, it's hundred percent a comic right. thing. It's happened before endgame yeah. and stuff like that. But so that was and Flash has always gone back in time. And oh stuff. I know. I watched the Flash so TV show. That was supposed to be He did th- that like every Tuesday. <laughs> that was supposed to be the three the three movie thing. Uh-huh. Was the Justice League coming together. In the first one. The second one, they go to Apocalypse, but it ends badly. The third one, going back in time, fixing it, defeating... Bruce never slept with Lois. I don't know if that was... I don't know. But I don't it, know, but like that was what I, I read it was supposed to be. I don't know if Zach ever said it 100%, but yeah. that's just the thing. So so, she, so you didn't notice the pregnancy test no. and stuff. So I noticed that in my second okay. time. So... But um, I did just remember that she was drinking decaf. No, I think if you rewatch it, you'll see all these yeah. little signs um, about that. Um, but I just thought the Superman Lois relationship was better. Mm-hmm. I thought Superman was just better. I just thought all the relationships 
all the characters, even the Wonder Woman Batman. This Wonder Woman and Batman, their kind of flirtiness reminded me so much of the Wonder Woman and Batman from the Justice League cartoon. Mm -hmm. Because they had a lot of flirty stuff going on. And so I really enjoyed it. Well, I think overall, my biggest thing is what I was thinking that the Snyder Cut was going to be was the actual cut of what he wanted to release into theaters. Right. Instead, this is just like a fucking data dump of the entire thing. It was. And to, like, so... I mean, there are things that I enjoy about it. Right. But I think overall I was disappointed because that's what I was expecting. Was like more of a theatrical... This is this is Zack Snyder's theatrical But I think release. HBO Max gave no, him more freedom to do. I understand do. that okay. part. But I think that that's why I was not completely enamored with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that that honestly... You wanted to see what he, would, I, what he would have put in the theater? Right. Okay. I think that that's why I came into it with such a bad attitude, because I was like, this is a fucking vanity project. We're just... Now I have to sit here for over four hours through a bunch of chapters and shit? Right. So I do think that it was some of a vanity project, but I also think... I think it also was a therapy thing. Okay. For because you know at the end he de- dedicated it to his daughter, yeah. And any money that he that he got from this um, went to uh, mental health and suicide prevention mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I also think maybe he used it. Yeah, but I a mean, little bit more. if it had been the actual like his theatrical release, you don't think it would have been the same thing? Like, no, no one would, they wouldn't have let him. Make a four-hour movie for the theater. That's what I'm saying. Is this HBO Max Snyder Cut release? Right. Why did it have to be four hours? Why well, couldn't it just be the theatrical release? Oh, well, because it, the theater, the ones that the studio people saw wasn't the finished version. It was basically like because they didn't do all the CGI. No, that's not what I wanted to see. I'm just saying him taking all of all of the stuff. And then paring it down into the well, because they that's what I wanted. Okay. But I just think he just decided to do a little more just because he also used it as a therapy thing where I can now shape this to be more of what I wanted it originally envisioned. And I envisioned, he wanted a four-hour cut. He just couldn't do it. Right. I mean, every director does. I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe every director would want... I don't believe like well, every. We all have like a whole bunch of shit that gets left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, but I think a lot of but directors also can pick and choose what they want and don't want on it. Yeah. I I don't think every director is like oh I wish everything I shot was in this. Well, so was everything he shot in it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. You went from yeah. Maybe I'm just being too negative about. Well, you it. are again. You just keep turning negative. I just, I don't know. It, to me, I just, that's what I was expecting. And okay. then that's not what it was. Okay. I Yeah, I didn't expect Let that. Me have so. my no, expect that thing that no one else expected. Everybody expected a four hour movie? Well, no, everyone expected him just to do whatever he wanted. For no one expected it to be the. Th- what he was going to originally release in theaters because there's no way he would have released a two or three hour, a three or four hour movie in theaters. So you're saying that if his daughter hadn't died, he never would have released that movie. No, he would have, but he wouldn't have been the one that we saw. 
No, it, he would have done more of what the studio wanted him to do, probably. Right. And he would have fixed certain things. That's what I was expecting. But why? When it's the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut is him not listening to the studio. It's him doing what he wants. I thought the Snyder Cut was him saying, this is my original vision for the movie. It is, but if his daughter didn't die, he probably would have made fixes to it that the studio wanted him to fix. Right. So you wanted to see the studio's version of the Snyder Cut. Okay, sure. Well, how am I wrong? You, you wanted that's, to see yeah, that's, what... Exactly. That's what I was expecting to see. I wasn't expecting to see a data dump of everything that he filmed. But then he put it together in a way that made sense. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. He made a three to four hour movie for the studio's ex to see and they didn't like it. Okay. And they said it can't be this long. So what we saw was what he showed the studio ex. Well, I don't know 100% if it was everything because they gave him more money to fix things and to add more things. But the what he showed them had dark side. It had, uh, it had a lot more... Listen, all I'm saying is that I did not expect... A four-hour movie. Okay. I didn't expect a four-hour movie either, but I don't... I didn't hate it. I didn't hate, I didn't a hate it either. Movie. Okay. Well, no, I just... I don't understand what you wanted to see. What I you expected. Know, but okay. I, all I'm saying is that it clouded my perception. Like, it, it clouded, like, my attitude going into it. Okay. But why? I don't understand. To me... Let's more just, is more? Well, no, I just wanted to see... I was happy with whatever they gave me. I just was interested in seeing it. I don't know. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, like, I was trying to give you an explanation. But it didn't make... Your explanation didn't make any sense to me, I guess. I guess... I don't know. I guess I just, to me, it felt like a, a vanity project instead of like an actual theatrical cut release of what he expected well, cause it the was, movie to be. Yeah, it wasn't a the- theatrical cut release. And I think it was part vanity, part therapy. Okay. But I don't have to watch people's therapy. Like, that's <laughs> okay. not what I'm here for. Okay. Okay. I... I, I then you don't, you didn't have to watch. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why you just. Well, it feels like you're trying to like bring me over to your side and it's not going to happen. Like I, listen. I just I, don't understand why you're not okay with it. I, because I don't think a movie should be four hours long. Okay. Have some restraint. And if, and if they release this movie as a four-part series, would you have been more okay? Exactly, yeah. If it was a miniseries, 100%. Okay. We should have just watched it. You yourself said that it was better it, to watch it, it over three days. No, that, and that's why I rewatched it over three days. But I'm just saying, but it would have been the same fi- movie. No. Okay. It's not. It's different when you have, when you have like three or four parts of it spread over a couple of days. Okay. So you, to sit and watch is a so if four they showed this, movie. if they showed the same thing, but they just said this Friday, we're releasing part one next so Friday, like, part two, yeah, part so three. Literally. If it was like broken up into chunks, not that they would have released it separately. Right. But I don't know that I would have been like, Hey Parker, let's watch all of these episodes right now. Well, I would have been like, maybe let's watch the first two. Tomorrow right. we'll watch the other two. Or but something. I think that's why he added the chapters. 
But you, if they no, had... No, I need someone else to do the work for me. But that's what the chapters were for. No, it's still one movie that I click and press play on. What do you not understand about this? I understand. It was too you much. You know, you it watch was, technology to do it for it you. It was too much work for you, and I understand. But I, you know, that's a great point. I 100% believe that I would have gone into it with a better attitude okay. and enjoyed it more if it was like a four-part series. See, I eventually got you to yeah. where I... It was just you weren't making sense. It just didn't make sense, and I didn't understand. But, yeah. Okay. Because then I'm looking at it more of a, hey, this is my, like... This is, like, in a perfect world, yes. this is what I okay. would have made. All right. Whereas I was a, I was believing that the Snyder Cut was going to be whatever the theatrical release was going to be. Okay. Okay. Listen, it doesn't have to make sense. It's it just how my brain works. Okay. And you know what? You inadvertently proved my point by enjoying it more the second time when you broke it up over three days. And I, yes, I agree. I enjoyed it a lot more the second because time. Because I really feel like I, if I do watch it again, which I probably will, mm-hmm. I will definitely break it up because I don't even really remember the first part. Right, no, I also got more yeah. from it watching it the second time mm-hmm. and I noticed more things. But yes, watching it in three, in three parts was so much better for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think. Let's shake. Okay. So we're shaking on it. So we're friends again. We made it up. Wow. This. I mean, I think the fiftieth episode is a great episode to have. Yeah. Um. A a friendship breaking fight. (laughs) (laughs) I really felt like you were like super pissed about. I was, but I also felt like you were super pissed about what I was saying. So I think there was a equal piss. Yeah. That's what's great about this friendship. Yeah. We can be super pissed and in the big scheme of things. It's, it's fine. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, that was the Snyder Cut. I don't know what else there is really to say about it. Uh-uh. Um, how, I'm not even going to ask you to rate it as a movie because I just... As a yeah. movie, you would rate it low. As, as a, a mini-series, you might rate it higher, but yeah, who knows? Like, well, and it's hard, too, because really it's like a redo of the other movies. So, yeah. you can't look at it as, like, just by itself. And you can't like, help... But compare it right. to the right. exactly, so, and, and you know, yeah. overall, it's a much better, more coherent, um, more ensemble movie yes. than the than the Whedon cut Agreed. of Justice League. Agreed. Um, you like the characters more. You like the team more. You feel more invested in them as a team. Um, overall, the story is better. I agree. I agree with all those things. So yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. Yeah. All right, so I think that I think that's enough on the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I think we're good. So one last thing I want to do before we end this episode. Okay. I think we're running long. All right. But I thought for our fiftieth, we should play a game oh God. that I got online of thir- Would you rather about Marvel and DC? Okay. So we're gonna play a game of Would you rather? Oh my God. Just something else to lead us to a fight. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple of would you rather questions okay. with Marvel and DC stuff for us to answer. So, which group would you rather join? Guardians of the Galaxy. Nope. Let me give you the choices. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is a choice. But <laughs> Avengers, Justice League. And these are the movie versions of all of okay, these. Okay, all right. Avengers, Justice League, X-Men, Guardians of the Galaxy, Defenders, or the Fantastic Four. Hmm. Which group would you rather join? 
Guardians, yeah. Guardians? Defenders is a close second. Why Guardians? I'm just curious. So originally I was like, well, I don't want to be in space. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the Guardians have a good time. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it -hmm. would be a good time. Well, so I was torn between Guardians. I also like the idea of thieving across the galaxy. Mm -hmm. I was torn between Guardians and Fantastic Four. Because the Fantastic Four also look like they have a good time. This is the Fantastic Four movies with um, Chris Evans... Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica just, Alba. I just want to. I just want to. All up in Chris Evans. Well, no, because I actually prefer Chris Evans as Captain America, so oh, I would have yeah, joined obviously. the Avengers. But I just think the Fantastic. He was a really good Johnny Storm. Oh yeah, he was good for both. Yeah. And I just think Fantastic Four would seem more fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, would you rather? Which superpower would you rather have? Flight, bulletproof, mind control, sorcery, super speed. Or being invisible. Mind control. Mind control. I think I would actually, even though it scares me deep down in my soul, sorcery. sorcery. So three more questions. What weapon would you rather wield? Um, Thor's hammer, a battering, Captain America's shield, a power ring, or Wonder Woman's lasso? So you said battering. I immediately thought of Captain Boomerang and I was like, yes, because obviously. So I'm sorry I need you to say them again. Mm. <laughs> Thor's hammer. Okay. Batman's Mjolnir. battering. Okay. Captain America's shield. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern's power ring. Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. The ring. The ring. Same. Obviously. 100,000%. <laughs> That's what? I'm in a fucking battering? Come on. Right. Who would you rather form an alliance with? Yun Magneto or Loki? Oh, well, obviously Loki. See, I would do Yun Magneto. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I I just... Listen, Michael Fassbender, I was in until you said Loki. Right, of course. Of course. And then last question. Who would you rather watch as Batman? So who is your favorite Batman? Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, or Ben Affleck? That's such a hard question. So I have to say, I'm not, I can't, I can't handle it. My favorite Batman out of all of these, I love all of them. I thought Ben Affleck was a great Batman. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think Ben Affleck's Batman, actually, we saw him, Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale's Batman was always just so the same. Mm -hmm. I feel like all the time. I just felt like we watched, especially with the Snyder Cut. Ben Affleck's Batman come almost like full circle. Mm-hmm. We saw him in old gruff Batman and then kind of with the pulling together the team becoming better and a little softer. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really, and I enjoyed the way he fought. Yes, I know he killed people. I understand that. <laughs> people don't like that. But I just thought he looked great. I thought he acted great. I really liked him as a Batman. So he's, he's now my favorite Batman. I did really enjoy his Batman. I thought he was great as an older Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, a sort of kind of broken Batman right. a little bit. Right. Um, I will say though that I I disagree with you about Christian Bale's Batman because okay. I do think that I really but again that's three movies, so right. that's a little bit different. Three full movies focused on Batman. But um I do like that you got to see him as like playing Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. in public. Mm-hmm. More, yeah, Ben Affleck's Batman. You saw some t- a little bit yeah. of it, but not much. 
But I'm going to go out of left field and say, uh, I really enjoyed Val Kilmer's Batman. Really? <laughs> All right. No, I'm not going to say oh, that. Oh, okay. So you're, I Christian, did really enjoy Batman Forever. Christian Bale was like, yours? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. But I, I will say that I did really enjoy Ben Affleck. And I think it's only, I'm only choosing Christian Bale because there were three full movies of him being Batman. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and I liked all these Batmans except George Clooney. thought he was a really bad one. If anybody was the same all the time, it was George Clooney as well. Batman. Right, but it's just one. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I just like Ben yeah. Affleck's one. All right. So I just thought that would be fun, a fun fit yeah. 50th episode game. No, that is fun. Honestly. So I enjoyed it. The next episode um, is going to be the Blade, Blade the series. series. Yep. So we will Which we watch have never that. seen before. Right. So I'm excited about doing that. And then that will be our final Blade installment. Yeah. And then we'll figure out what to do. We'll probably do some... Another series. Parker pick. Oh yeah, Parker pick and Allison pick, and then a series. A series. Either Spider Man or X Men, I think. Okay. I think that's a good one. One of those two. So like, okay, so if we're doing Spider Man, like, are we talking about all the Spider Men? Yes. And then if we're doing X Men, we're talking about all the X Men. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it, so either Sp- way, it's a it's a commitment. Right. So if we do Spider Man, it's going to be Spider Man, Sam Raimi, Spider Man one, two, and three. Okay. And then Amazing Spider Man one and two. And that's it. Those are the only Spider-Man movies. We've already really? talked about You're Hon- just going to throw into the Spider-Verse away? Like it oh, well, no. We already did it into the Spider-Verse episode. No, we didn't. We didn't? No. I thought we did. No. Oh, my God. Then, yes. I thought we did one. I thought we did no. Homecoming, Far From Home, and Into the Spider-Verse. No. Oh, I'm sorry. We talked about it, but we never actually Oh, I thought that. we did an episode. That's why I was yeah. just saying. Okay, so, yeah. It yeah. would be... The three, two, and Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. And then we'll just mention throughout them. It's great because I actually haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse in a long time. I've watched it so many times. So then for X-Men, what would it be? It would be X-Men, X-Men United, X-Men The Last Stand. Uh-huh. Um, so we're first, doing each of these as an episode? Yes. Okay. First Class, Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix... Still haven't seen that. Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. Oh yeah, so maybe we should do Spider-Man I, first. I don't know. Or I guess it doesn't matter since doesn't there's matter. so many movies. Yeah, New so Mutants we'll, will be out. Is it out? It's good. It's going to be in. It's going to be on HBO soon. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we might yeah. be better to do X-Men first then. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it. All however, right. However, the spirit leads. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll try to, you know, make sure that we're. We'll let you know. Chunking these out in a pretty good. Yes, we're definitely, yeah, yeah we'll definitely we do it more. We won't give you another four-month break. Yeah, no, we're going to do them more. We didn't even time it well. No. We just, we didn't do it, yeah. We'll do it better. They waited forever for, I forgot what the last one we, I released was. I think I looked, and I think it was Daredevil. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. We didn't, we weren't like. No, so then the next one is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. And that was the last one we've actually recorded before. Yeah, so. Yeah, because oh, 40- we're saying this like we didn't already release. Okay, Blade and Blade Two and Blade Three, but like, I'm just saying that there was like a four month. Um, yeah, well, you guys were recording this a little before we released everything. Yeah, so that's why. So maybe we cut this part out. Whatever, who cares? All right. Yeah, Daredevil was the last. One. Was the last one. Was, so so December second, we mm-hmm. released Mission Impossible: How Hot Henry Cavill Is. Mm-hmm. Um. And then March 21st, we released Daredevil. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So, we're definitely going to be better. We promise. Wow. Almost four months. Yeah. So, yeah. we'll be better. 
Crazy, crazy times. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so this has been long enough. Yeah. Um, I've been Allison. And I've been Parker. And this has been Insert Super Pun here.